Hey guys, uh, it's the Five of Swords. Uh, it's three. just, uh, just uh, well, yeah, there's three of us right now. It's just Paul, uh, Max, and I. Uh, there's a bit of a... <laughs> so one of us forgot that we were recording today, but you know, we're not going to name any names. So that narrows it down to two options. Uh, and just yeah. do a little math as to who was recording last and hosting, and uh, ta-da! I don't think people have caught on to the system that we have yet because there hasn't been oh, a yeah. system. We haven't we haven't successfully executed the system. <laughs> 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 like we were like, oh, for like the second episode, like it'll be fine if like we don't have that whatever. But then like we had to like skip a week and then um we started with like all five of us again. So <laughs> we couldn't get the normal rotation. But for those of you who uh don't know necessarily what what like the plan was was initially because we had planned to have guests on and stuff and there's five of us which is a lot of voices we kind of realized we were going to have a too many cooks situation so we decided that we would pick somebody who would be the main host every episode and then that person would rotate out uh, so yeah but there's three of us again. Therefore, fucking up the plan once more. Thanks, <laughs> Battle of Torobora. Um, Here we are. So we did have some topics for today's episode, but unfortunately, uh, there's a bit of, like, again, confusion with when we were going to record, so we're really only going to take one of them. Uh, and that topic is, if you would like to explain it to us, Paul. I thought it would be really cool if instead of moving into a main topic, we... Uh... We take a look at our fan mail. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What? Uh, Is there any? Nobody who you can reach at no one at this uh, account does not exist.com. Says, I have emails from USFA fencing. Not at the oh, SJCFU right. email. Uh, it's really important that we look at what our fans say. That is absolutely nothing. Thank you guys for all your support. It really makes this really easy. It eases all of our anxiety about doing this. It makes this podcast is possible from listeners like you remaining silent and not canceling us. So yeah, let's talk about rap. Oh yeah, we had a whole discussion about rap uh, that we decided we would save the real meat for uh, in the podcast. How how would we like to start this? Chris Brown sucks. What? <laughs> What? I don't know. All of us, uh, all of us like to peruse the little, um, the poetry of uh, the contemporary youth. I don't know where I was going with that. Fuck. Hippity hip hop, hip hop. We like listening to rap. The words that rhyme. Um... Sometimes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, we, there was. I wasn't prepared to be in this position. Uh <laughs> Doggy style. Oh, um, uh, I don't know, Max. Who's your favorite uh, rap artist? Okay, as usual, I'm not going to commit to saying anything because I don't know the answer to that. Fuck you. Though, um, okay, if you want to, I'm done. Um, anyway, um, if I had to pick one singular favorite, I really don't think there is one. I'll listen to like most as long as they don't suck. Like, I think the closest I could get is just who has the highest share of songs on any given playlist. Um, I mean, obviously Kendrick's not bad. I don't really have a favorite. I'd say it just goes by consistently not garbage. Ah, so your goat list is Anneli Choppa and, um... I mean, again, not bad. 
Polo-cheese <laughs> and Doffel. Maybe, maybe we format this by uh, talking about, I guess, our, like, top five at the moment. Not necessarily of all time, but, like, who we've been listening to. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Andre 3000. God fucking damn it. Nice. All right. I mean, at least Bow's not here, because then we get Lil Toe or whatever the <laughs> I listen to Lil Toe, you fuckwad. Shut the fuck Why? up. Why? my man alone, because he's real good. Have you listened to any Lil Toe? Yeah, when Bow plays into the goddamn DJ bot, and I want to kill myself. <laughs> Why is Seriously. it that when I search Andre 3000, the suggested search is Andrew Remitty? because they're the same you have to like unmummify uh either of them yeah i mean have you i I know that paul has been listening to andre 3000 because i made him listen to andre 3000 uh on a rick ross song it's a good song and a good album it it is a good song and a good album the the album in question is the rick ross album god forgives i don't uh which is in my opinion, Rick Ross's best album because it is a Rick Ross that is untethered from trying to be like real. So he just sort of embraces the fat drug lord who talks about rich shit all the time, and then he like demummified Andre Three Thousand. He has Nas on the album for some fucking reason. That's a good album. You should check it out if you ever have the chance. Okay, so it's devolved into another Rex episode. Shut the fuck. No, I mean it's not recommendations. We can talk <laughs> like fair. I, I just yeah, happened to segue from fucking. <laughs> That's fair. Paul bringing up Andre three thousand. Fair enough. So we're we gonna go around from like each of our just five down, or each do five. You were supposed to come with an opening question. I was supposed to come with an opening question. All of us were. Yeah, well, my question is, who who have you been listening to? That was when I'm trying to fucking steer the conversation somewhere. Uh, let's <laughs> see. Shut the fuck up, Paul. <laughs> let's see. Uh, wow, some of this stuff, in retrospect, is not great. Uh, scrolling through this old-ass list, we got some Boogie with the hoodie. We got some NBA young boy who is not good. He has a really hilarious clip of him running away from fans, and he runs like an antelope. It's really funny. <laughs> it affects his lyrical ability. It really does, I swear to God. Let's see, we got Roddy Rich, Polo G, Lil Baby, Lil Uzi. Kendrick? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Young Thug. Are you, like, TJ in Porter? 2014? Is that, like, the year <laughs> that you, Like, holy shit. That is, in fact, the one that I tapped on. Around that area. So, I mean, good guess. Of course, being from Philly, Meek Mill has to be somewhere. Because that's apparently anyone, all anyone from the city really has any credit to. Being able to say that Meek Mill's from the city. Which is kind of depressing. How? You live in Philadelphia, Max. Very sad. We burn things down, root for the Eagles, and then burn things down. Don't... What? It's all really happens in Philly. So I've been listening to a guy named Rumor. Who? <laughs> a lot. Uh, his, his name's Rumor. It's spelled R-M-R in all caps. He uh, made a song called Rascal, which is this like weird country trap remix of a Rascal Flat song, but then like he released an album recently. Uh, it's called Drug Dealing. Well, it's an EP called Drug Dealing as a Lost Art. So... That's fun. Um, sort of playing off a conversation I've been having with Paul over the course of like a couple months. Rap has sort of entered into the eye of the storm uh, that pop has entered into, where you have this sort of cross-pollination of genres nowadays, and I'm all for it. I mean, yeah, it's definitely come a long way. Yeah, we went through a real dark period from like 2009 to 2012. Holy shit. I don't even remember that. 
I, I, I'm sure I would if I heard any particular. It was a bunch of really bad sophomore projects. Um, oh. Set decided that he would stop being good at rapping and made the album before I self-destruct, uh, which is just fucking buns. It's <laughs> fucking straight <laughs> garbage. Um, I'd say the biggest single glowdown is, uh, fuck was his name, Chance the Rapper. Oh, French Montana also showed up in like 2009 from like that 2009 to 2012 stretch with shot caller and then that was all downhill from there uh a lot of bad rap in existence but there's a lot of good rap in existence too very fair i think the invention of soundcloud has really really improved rap as a genre and maybe just improved the music industry i definitely would say it improved the in- music industry like obviously people would like to roast soundcloud rappers for being like cringy but like i mean good stuff's come out of there what i mean is like sam and i were talking about it because um sam is also much more knowledgeable about like actual politics of the rap game um just (laughs) the industry in general than i am but like with the advent of like soundcloud and hell even like tiktok even youtube back in like 2006 it really has sort of gotten rid of these uh, industrial empires you would see that are just putting on artists to put out artists mm-hmm. and really allows individual artists to shine in their own right. Yeah, you really see that shine through with like the sort of like indie rapper label people, like ironically enough, Chance, uh, people who just like don't have labels, like independent from labels. Uh, it's shown that those people can sort of come up from the grassroots and like push their music granted some of those people do catch like big breaks or get co-signed by somebody very big but it isn't like the impetus of their push to fame like wasn't like birdman rubbing his hands together and going yeah yeah we need an r&b segment we need we need drake give me give me that boy from canada oh no drake have you not seen the Birdman hand rub? You know no. he's scheming. Oh, I need you to look up the Birdman hand rub. It's so signature to just bad rap because Birdman oh, is so signature I know to bad. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, it's when you like was yeah. <laughs> it looks, I guess picture them going in the head like <laughs> exactly right exactly right but like you know that Birdman is like scheming about like what like artist he's going to molest into fame next. And you no longer, like, the reason why Birdman fell off was because of what Paul was saying, where, like, people could just record what they wanted and make songs that were better than the Lane. Mm-hmm. You didn't need, like, it would be nice if Usher discovered you in a parking lot. It would also have been nice if Usher had said yes to taking that photo with me. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Fuck you. Uh, but, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I think it's also just a very good thing. And I know Paul has some pretty complicated views on, like, the sort of legitimacy that rappers need to have to make it big on the scene nowadays. Oh, yeah. This was a discussion we had months and months ago. Uh, back before the end of days. Um, Seriously. We were just like, I don't know, casually discussing who you think the most influential rapper of, you know, the 21st century is going to turn out being so far. And I said very uh, uh, reluctantly that it's probably going to be someone like Takashi 69 or someone who came out out of SoundCloud. 
because and this was before Takashi Six Nine was out of prison. Uh, we were we were all like kind of holding our breath. Um, no, where were we? <laughs> were we uh, holding our breath for Takashi Six Nine? I sure wasn't. My answer depended on how he would do just as an artist when he got out of prison. There was still a rumor that he was going to be putting out content from prison. Um, and basically, my point was, if Takashi Six Nine comes out of prison and he's still he is still big and respected as a rapper, even if not respected by other rappers, but still has a fandom and still has uh, like a surviving industry built around his brand, then that's probably going to change the rap game forever. I actually remember you making this exact point. And he view-botted his way to relevancy again. Really sad. Because no longer will rappers have to, like... You won't need street cred to be a rapper. You also won't need to play by the rules of the game to continue to be. See, it'll turn out that stitches... Uh, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, like, the whole, like, playing by the rules of the game, and, like, you need to, like, quote-unquote legitimize yourself, not having that honestly doesn't seem like a truly bad thing. Like, I think I remember having this discussion with Sam about the tragedy, like the tragedy of um, Sean Kingston, the wise. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Sean Kingston's very promising career was cut short by the fact that he was somehow more real than half the rappers, like, in the scene at the time, and, like, caught a gun charge or a drug charge or something, and, like, that made Disney, like, cut some, like, big push they were giving him all his record labels, like, blackballed him from the whatever, and then he went from making Fire Burning to, uh, Rum and Ray-Bans, which is a song that none <laughs> of you knew existed, and is really, really good, but it fucking sucks. <laughs> Like, basically, his whole career got fucked because he felt the need to try to, like, quote-unquote, legitimize himself because that's what you had to do for anyone to take you seriously. And then it just, everything went downhill, despite an actual promising career. I defy you to go listen to the song Take You There by Sean Kingston and really listen to the fucking lyrics. It's Holy so shit. dark. Oh my god. Well, I mean, the premise of the song is, like, taking a girl that you're, like, trying to get with to the slums and, like, showing her all these, like, horrible things that you've seen. And it's real grim. It's real bleak. But anyways, yeah, no. The tragedy of Sean Kingston shows what Max said, that trying to legitimize yourself oftentimes gets you in trouble. Like, not needing to do that, overall, I don't really see that as a bad thing. Just because Takashi 6 ix 9 is absolute booty cheeks doesn't mean Actually, that some Maxine, changes you're are. The one who, you're the one here who consistently listens to Takashi 6 ix 9 There's a single song, and it's only good because he's only in it for 20 seconds. That if is he isn't that good. <laughs> literally, the, only, the, only, <laughs> like the best version of that song is the one he's edited out of. <laughs> All right, favorite. To oh, it's like uh, it's like um, the fucking uh Drake song "Forever," where like there was that period of like 2006 YouTube where it was "Forever," but everybody but Eminem cut out of the song. <laughs> 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 um, 
But yeah, so uh, favorite six nine song, everybody go. Mine is Tati. Tati on three. One, two, three. <laughs> Tati. Tati. <laughs> this is so ironically. Oh my god! Like it's just, not good. Just suck his dick because he's fly like Aladdin. It's not good, but it's really funny. Yeah, he's got the he's dude the fucking illegitimate son of the Skittle CEO really wiling out on that beat. But anyways, the like sort of playing off the legitimacy angle. You notice that rappers who have like seen shit like YG and ironically enough, and I hate that I'm saying this, Twenty One Savage, when they like make it and they get out. They just start, like, doing shit that they would have done if they were rich. And, like, shit that, like, people who have made it do. They buy designer clothes. They experiment with fashion. They, like, make art. They they don't want to go back because, like, you don't want to be Sean Kingston. It really is a very destructive industry. Like, self-destructive in some way. I mean, yeah. You heard it here first. Yes, JCFU. Rap is a destructive industry. The NCAA is modern-day slavery. I think the entertainment industry in, in general is just a very self-destructive. I would agree with that. That is true. I mean, it's a lot of times just parasites. Yeah. What were you saying, Sam? Uh, so you get rappers that are like uh, Mac Miller. Um, I Again, this taints my mouth to say. Um, but like people on Strange Music who uh, just like making music and rapping cool. And then uh, they get, like, shit on, I guess. And uh, granted, Mac Miller did sort of, like, hop around from sound to sound until he started rapping about stuff that he just felt. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I was going to say, like, people like the sort of new wave of rappers like uh, Jack Harlow. Granted, I don't really like a lot of Jack Harlow's, new- Harlow's newer stuff. Um, but, you know. So what's your favorite song off of Dummy Boy? God damn it. Okay, so that actually is where the only listen to song comes from. Waka is good only because Boogie with Hoodie is great in it and everyone else is ass. Oh, off of Dummy Boy? Uh, Tati? I maintain listen to Waka, look up Waka minus 6 9, and you can listen to Boogie actually being good. Oh, yeah, no, he's like. Yeah, it's actually good. I know, I know. Then it's like the boom, boom, you better move. Yeah. And then, yeah, no, I actually. Is that the same album with Kika on it with Tory Lanez? Yeah. Because I actually like. I like Kika with Tory Lanez on it. I can't. It's hilarious. It's literally in all of these songs, the only bad part is him. I mean, it's not hard to be that. Like, look at our fencing team. We got a couple guest features on it, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> Traitor. Uh, like, we gotta beat that out. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> we got a couple guest features who uh, left the fucking song. Um, I'm smelling some young thug up in here. Um <laughs> Y'all remember that time that Young Thung just didn't show up for this, like, $4 million music video and just left, like, the crew stranded in the desert for, like, four days? No. Seriously? Yeah, so, you know the album where uh, Wyclef Jean, like, the album, or the song by Young Thug, Wyclef Jean, is on? I don't remember what it's called. But there was supposed to be this, like, fucking absurd music video that was, like, four million dollars or some shit like the budget was like super big and young thug just never showed up to shoot 
right. and and like left everybody there. And that's where uh, Paul, that's where Bausa gets the idea of let's just spend the budget for the music video on dumb shit in the Wasdu Limanens uh, music video. Really? He no, he literally says like the Young Thug music video. Oh um, no! Safe, yeah, safe. It's fun, it's safe. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like that is that is like the because like Young Thug got a lot of flack for that because he wasted like the record labels' money and it was some like weird statement about like how record labels are the devil, like it's all fucking bad and shit. Or he's just crazy. I don't remember. He never really gave a justification. He just went, "Yeah, I never showed up." Uh, yeah. What's the worst song off of Kicka? Or not kick a fuck, dummy boy, whatever the fuck it's called. Worst song, dummy boy. Uh, I don't like, um, Gotti, or whatever. The one where the music video is him, like, swimming around and giving money to kids and shit. You know what I'm talking about? I just can't send all the names of these goddamn songs. Why are they in caps? Because you summon something if you say it lowercase. Yeah, you summon him. <laughs> Some goddamn Skittles teeth. Skittles pedophilia, man. Six Nine really is a modern day fucking boogeyman, isn't he? Young Thug uh, sued for three hundred and sixty thousand dollars after concert no show. No, it was a music video for the song Like Love John. Oh no, no, I know. I, I just looked that up, and I got. He also skipped the concert. Yeah, it was Actually, like that like four times he did this. There was this weird phase where Young Thug just fucking lost his mind. Jeffrey, what are you doing? <laughs> Come on, man, what you doing? <laughs> Gotta get those Travis Scott numbers up, my guy. Jeffrey Lamar Williams. My favorite rapper, though, Brian Todd Collins. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Kidding. Why is there on Young Thug's Wikipedia page just, just a whole section saying, uh, labeled The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon? The <laughs> no. only thing in that section is on October 20th, 2019, Young Thug appeared on. The Tonight Show, starring Jimmy Fallon, alongside Gunna. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. He, oh, fucking God. He did, oh, yeah, so he showed up with, like, his little mini-me. Gunna's just, like, shitty, fat, poop hair, fucking young thug. You can't convince me otherwise. The wife left Sean, uh... Poop hair. You're not wrong. Music video won a lot of awards. Yeah, because people were like, it's so conceptual. And it's just like a bunch of fucking people on tricycles. <laughs> and like, intercut with people. Fucking, like, the producer having a fucking mental breakdown because Young Thug just isn't showing up. Wait, hold on. Was Young Thug on This Is America? No, I hope not. Why does it list, wait, under all his awards and nominations, it lists Grammy Awards Song of the Year for This Is America? I'm telling you, the Young Thug fandom, the Lil Uzi Vert fandom, and the Drake fandom are all fucking crazy, so one of them probably put it in there. I mean, it does say that. I'm oh, looking whoa. at his page. Young Thug was a composer for This Is America. Oh. It was Donald Glover, uh, e. Ludwig Hansen? Can just talk about how Donald Glover managed? Oh, I was fucking wrong. Okay, we have to cut that whole bit out about the Young Thug music video. Or no, we don't. I was wrong, so apparently the whole thing was a fucking hoax. I should have done my research before running my mouth. Remember Fake when fucking... news, Mr. Rem Dietrich. Remember when Paul was like, Sam knows about rap in the industry and shit, and then this happens? Dear God. 
So can we just talk about how Donald Glover managed to completely separate the personalities of Donald Glover and Childish Gambino? Did he made them two complete no, he made them somehow into like two completely separate commercial entities. I don't think he did. I kind of see where Mac was coming from. He, they're marketed separately. Like they're marketed as completely separate people almost. Like you'd never like those two different names are almost independent of each other half the time. It's like you get Donald Glover, the actor and community, and shows up in goddamn Star Wars, whatever, and then you get Childish Gambino. Like like it's like the two careers and different like goals are almost completely separate. Wait, doesn't he have a song about that specifically? Does he? Maybe. I'm not I don't think so. I mean I, you might be right. I don't really listen to him very much at all. I don't know. I've just never considered Donald Glover and Childish Gambino uh different. I've always considered Childish Gambino to be a face that Donald Glover wears. Yeah, actually, that's a better way to put it. It's like a mask. Uh, that is, like, sort of separated from reality and the realities of Donald Glover. Um, so he, like, puts that on when he needs. And, like, he, do- he does that very, very well on whatever album uh, 3005 and Sweatpants is on. Huh, I just always considered him a very versatile artist. He is. No, there's no denying that. He's just very versatile. Yeah. It's like a, a good writer for shows. He's a good actor. He's consistent. Good for him. And then he also made a music video about a guy getting shot in a parking lot. So, there's that. That's, uh... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know if that's really what the takeaway from the This Is America music video should be, uh, Max. Uh, <laughs> I think it is the context surrounding the man that died in the parking lot that should be important to you there. You're not wrong. Uh, so, yeah, on to our second topic. Speaking of Childish Gambino, uh, the word childish reminded me, Fetchlands. No, um... <laughs> Fetchlands. Why are they so expensive? Give me my goddamn wizard. lands, wizards. Greedy ass, money hungry. Reprint my goddamn lands. Um, we do not acknowledge the secondary market. Anyways, yeah, this has been a very impromptu episode of the Five of Swords. We would give our rap song shout out uh, at the end of this episode, but this episode was kind of... Uh... Tati, it's Tati. No, please. Don't don't make it Tati. Can we at least make it like can we at least make it like a boogie's feature on the fucking Okay, it's Waka. No! <laughs> no, we need it to be a boogie's feature on Waka. Yeah, no, just, our rap song shout out for the week is the boogie exclusive Waka. All those YouTube cuts. But again, so apparently we do have a rap song shout out, despite the fact that we spent like 30 40 minutes talking about rap very surface level uh but yeah no um stay tuned for this episode to never fucking air bye <laughs> yep bye <laughs> boss just fucking dead all right cool